Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Whitney Brayer and I'm a keynote speaker, a transformational coach, and a trainer in the areas of positive psychology, mindset, and organizational development. And it's my purpose, it's my calling in life to use my energy, my mindset, and my resiliency to have a ripple effect on those around me and to inspire them to create the changes and take responsibility for the changes they want to have in their life. And this podcast is one way to do so. Because today's podcast is called The Most Prevalent Disease Sweeping the Workplace. The most prevalent disease sweeping across the workplace today, according to researchers, starts with the letter M, and it's called multitasking. Did you know that a study released by McKinsey showed that jobs that were done by multitasking had twice the number of mistakes than those tasks done by single tasking? I mean, twice the number of mistakes? Pooh. And did you know that these tasks, multitasking, take on average 30% longer than those done by single tasking approaches? 30% longer. That's a lot of wasted time if you ask me. There have been additional studies which show that people who regularly multitask, they're also impacted health-wise. Yes, their well-being is impacted because multitasking, according to doctors, lead to high blood pressure. It leads to headaches and in some cases migraines, backaches, stomach aches, and it increases tension and stress. And did you know, you know what it's like when you're stressed, you can't think clearly. You can't make good, clear decisions. You can't think creatively, innovatively, and you can't solve problems. Because permanent stress reduces our ability to do that. Because permanent stress, which is induced by multitasking, is caused by adrenaline and cortisol, which is kind of streaming through our body the entire time. And when adrenaline and cortisol begin to flow through our body on a permanent basis, did you know that your field of vision actually drops to about 15 to 20%? This impacts not only what you see visually, but also how much you can think and look at options. Yes, and at the end, make decisions. If you can only see in your mind's eye 15 to 20%, you're going to miss out on a lot of possibilities. Doctors and studies show that when you're relaxed and focused like on single task, that your field of vision, and this is how much you can see and in your mind's eye, how much you can think like creatively and look at options and possibilities goes up to about 75%. Hmm. 15% or 75%. I don't know about you, but I'll take 75% any day. So single tasking is the antidote to multitasking. You know, many people I meet in companies believe that multitasking is like heroic and it makes them strong. It's not. It's not. It's counterproductive. So here's the question. How can you reduce multitasking and do more single tasking? Here are a few tips from experts in this field. Number one, they call it focus. Focus is what experts say means blocking 90 minutes a day, one block of time, and experts recommend actually two of these time slots a day, two times 90 minutes, maybe once in the morning and once in the afternoon where you can work uninterrupted. 
Uninterrupted means, among other things, that your mobile phone is not only silenced, but it's in flight modus. And even better, according to researchers, your phone's not even in your office, so you're tempted to look at it. Your mobile phone is completely out of sight and it's out of mind. And on your computer or your laptop, your email program is off. Your chat functions are off. You are focused for 90 minutes and you don't let yourself be distracted. Even a knock at your door, do you have a second, I have a quick question, is a no-go in that time slot. And you may need to talk to colleagues and team members to figure out how to get this to work in your company. Number two, after focus is something experts call essentials. Essentials ask the question, what's really important to you? For example, what meetings do you really need to take part in? In what meetings is your expertise needed? In what meetings do you need to be part of decisions that are made? In what meetings do you not need to attend? Where do you need to be present and where can you let go? So you have more time to focus. Do you have an assistant or an intern you can send to some meetings just to take minutes? Or is it enough just to read the minutes of the meeting. What's really important to you? Where do you need to be present? And where can you choose to let go? Focus number one, essentials number two. Number three <laughs> is the famous email issue. What do you do with the mails when you're in a CC? I mean, do you read them all or are they just for information? Do you just need to be informed? And what emails can go in the bin? And this means also in your team or your organization, coming up with clear guidelines and rules for emails. And it's also a cultural issue. I know I've worked in a lot of, lot of countries and a lot of people put their bosses in the CC just to kind of <laughs> keep them informed. And I know a lot of people who receive hundreds, hundreds of emails every day where they're in the CC. Sit down with your team, with your organization, with your department, and come up with clear rules for emails. Who's in the CC? Are they just to be informed? Do you have to read them? And in terms of structuring your day, we're going back to focus now. Do you have a time slot where you tackle emails? Every time you look up and read emails, you're multitasking and that costs a lot of energy. Number four is prioritization. And my tip is to prioritize your task using the Eisenhower matrix. Now, if you'll visualize this, a matrix with four squares, two on the top and two on the bottom. And the axis on the bottom says urgency. And running from the left to the right, the lower the urgency is on the left and the boxes on the right have a high level of urgency. And the axis running from bottom to top is also importance. And everything seems to be important, but what's interesting about the Eisenhower matrix is that importance are the things that you need to do. It's important that you take care of it. And the higher the level of the importance, the more important it is that you take care of it personally and it can't be delegated. 
So let's kind of look at this matrix together and visualize it in your mind's eye. So looking at the squares, you have two on the top and two on the bottom. So the top right corner, the top right box, draw the letter A in it. And the A tasks are the combination of high urgency, so critical, and high importance that you do it yourself. These are the tasks that need to be done by you and as soon as possible. They require your expertise, your strategic decision-making, whatever. They require you and need to be done now. The box to the left in the top gets now a B from you. A B means it's planable. And these are the tasks that yes, they're highly important. You need to do them yourself, but they're not as urgent. And these are the tasks that researchers recommend planning into your focus time slots each day. Plan for them. Give yourself time to focus on them so you can produce the quality that you want to. And now moving to the bottom boxes and the bottom row there. On the bottom right side, drawing your mind's eye now, a C. A C are the tasks that are urgent but they're not important that you do them themselves. This means that these tasks can be delegated, for example. Or you can ask yourself, do I have to really do them? Can somebody else do them? Can I empower a team member to do it? Can I, can I ignore it? <laughs> what do I do with the tasks that are urgent but I don't have to do myself? Who's in my network? Who's in my team? Who can I delegate it to? And the bottom left corner gets a D from you. And a D are the tasks that are neither urgent nor important that you do themselves. And in this one for me, I've drawn actually a trash can or a rubbish bin. These are the things that I just trash. They're not urgent and they don't require my expertise. I either delegate them or I delete them from my inbox. And a lot of times employees say in trainings, well, Whitney, I don't have an assistant. I can't delegate. And my boss tells me everything's important. And I say, wonderful. Sit down on just a blank sheet of paper, draw this matrix together with your boss and list the tasks separately, estimating how much time you think needs to do them. And sit down together with your team leader, your boss, and set priorities. Which ones really have to be done by you? in which ones can wait, which ones are planable. A lot of the team leads I meet don't really have a full picture of what their employees are doing all day and how much is on their plate. This matrix is fair to both sides. It helps you set priorities and your boss kind of gives you permission to say no to some task or to delegate. It provides clarity. If you're a visual learner, then go to my website, www.whitneybrayer.com and click on blog. You will find a video blog for this podcast. And in this video blog, I actually draw the Eisenhower matrix on a flip chart and talk about it. So if you'd like to see what I'm talking about, then check out this video blog on my website and try it out. And the transcript to this video blog and this podcast is there as well if you'd like to have it in written form and there I've actually drawn out the Eisenhower matrix so you can print it out for yourself. Okay so number one was focus, number two was essentials, number three was the age-old <laughs> email issue and four was Eisenhower matrix. 
prioritization. Last but not least, experts number five recommend a reset. Just like rebooting and resetting your computer, this means going for a walk. Yeah, literally going for a walk. Turn off your phone, put it in flight modus, and go outside and get new energy. By doing this, you'll gain clarity and sort your thoughts. A five-minute walk can, 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 can work miracles. A walk after lunch. A walk before you actually leave to go home. A lot of people I know actually do this. They take a 10-minute walk before they actually get in their car or on their bike and they go home. They let the day kind of go through their head. They gain clarity about the coming day and they, they let off steam. And they don't take home any frustrations with them. They find clarity and they find peace of mind before driving home. And that's called a reset. Take a few minutes each day to reset your brain and gain clarity and new energy for tasks to come. So get out there and have a great week and focus on reducing multitasking and improving single tasking. And it may mean making difficult decisions and it may mean saying no, but every no gives you energy for all the other things you, you say yes to. And yes, I know every decision has consequences. It's all about focus. What can you focus on? And focus means what can you do less of? So you can do more of the things which are important to you. Get out there and grow your life, grow your business, reduce your multitasking, focus on single tasking, and have a great week. And thank you again so much for taking your time to listen today. If you'd like further support or more information about trainings and coachings and keynote speeches that I do, please contact me at www.whitneybrayer.com. There's a contact site there and other podcasts, other information about me, and we'd love to help you any way we can. You might also enjoy following me on Instagram and other social media channels. Instagram, it's hashtag Whitney Brayer official. And there I post things in English, sometimes in German, videos, quotes, captions, inspirational topics to get you out there growing, thriving, and flourishing in life. So check me out, follow me, and have a great day.